finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, let's go. Uh, you start, Karana. We're going to uh, put all our 10- and 12-year-old emails on the table. We're going to read. We're going to read. I'll read from yours so you can read from mine. Actually, uh, I would take that bet. I think you'd probably uh, get canceled before me, honestly. I, I don't think I would. Well, who knows? Maybe I would. See, I've had my radar up for a long time, so I don't do... I'm not as careless as some people. And when I see the John Gruden t- texts to his friend, while well, John Gruden was... Working for ESPN, he wasn't with the NFL, he wasn't a coach, and he was emailing back and forth with his uh, friend, Bruce Allen. I think, go ahead and fire him, for one thing above all others, being an idiot. Being a dumbass. Stupidity. When you type those words and you hit send, you're an idiot, and uh, uh, it has cost him his job. It has cost him, we don't know how much money he's going to walk away with, but he was in year four of a $100 million contract. He just lost a job that paid $10 million a year because of stupid, uh, offensive emails. And yesterday we talked about yesterday. I thought there's a chance. There's a good chance he will survive. You had that one dumb, uh, email talking about DeMar Smith's lips and calling him dumb by the way. Um, and he apologized for it. He made a statement after the game and I didn't think it would just go away because obviously there are people invested in cancel culture who live to go after people who screw up and say stupid defensive things. And uh, you knew they were coming for him. But I said, if it's just that email, he's going to survive. But later on, we learn, last night, I believe we learned that the NFL held on to other offensive emails. Now, tell me. Tell me this shouldn't bother everyone, the way this transpired, the way Gruden's career as a coach, the way Gruden's tenure as, a, as the Raiders head coach and 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 GM and boss who controlled everything in, in, in Vegas. Uh, tell me this shouldn't bother everyone. The, e- the emails were part of an investigation of the Washington football team because God knows they've had lots of uh, improprieties there, sexual... Uh, 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 discrimination and other things. They were investigating Dan Snyder and the Redskins. Well, I'm sorry, the Redskins. Yeah, the Redskins. Uh, And uh, they got a hold of 600,000 emails and they went through them and they found some offensive ones in Bruce Allen's stash from his company email. It was, it was John Gruden's personal email, but it was Bruce Allen's company email. So they get a handful of offensive things that Gruden said. They leak one. Uh, they leak one, I believe, to the Wall Street Journal. The first one about Demore Smith's yeah, lips. The lips thing, yeah. And 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 immediately Gruden is on the ropes. You're wondering, does he survive this? We compared it to other people who've been canceled, other people who've been caught saying, typing, uh, emailing offensive things. And you say, well, maybe he apologized. He moved on. It's a, it's kind. Of, he's got a big contract. Ten years ago. Yeah, it was ten, twelve years ago, and then. They, the Raiders don't do anything immediately. Mark Davis didn't immediately. He, I think he was busy. He was at uh, Dave and Buster's. That's his favorite place. He goes, oh, is oh, it yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, or he was getting his he's, bowl cut. Yeah, he's a little he's a little old, a little large to be jumping in the ball pit. But, you know, they let him because he's kind of, you know, he's he's likable. So he looks they like him. a British royal, right? Yes. <laughs> and he acts like it, too. And he, right, he seems like a British royal where maybe his parents were cousins. Yes. Yeah. 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 But Mark Davis didn't act quick enough. So what did the NFL do? The slimy, sleazy NFL, I don't know, PR department. I'm sure it came right from the commissioner. But Goodell, what did Goodell, who is, um, let me come up with a term for Goodell. I'm just going to think of a a term I would use to describe Goodell. Um, How about a clueless anti-football pussy? Well, there's that, but there's also a F-slur, too. That's true. An F-slur which um, I don't know if you went through every football coach's email. Do you think you might find some F slurs? I think you might. Maybe you're uh, I mean, or recorded are, a locker room, perhaps. These are, these are you know, <laughs> uh, 
these are barbarians, these football guys, you know? That's, uh, these are uh, old-school football guys, and they use, sometimes they use F-slurs. Uh, not excusing it, it's stupid. Again, he's an idiot for typing this and sending this, but the way the NFL brought him down, and I assume they did it out of fear of the woke mob, the, out of fear that they were going to come after uh, Gruden and it was going to become a long, uh, drawn-out, ugly story. So they leak a few more emails until the Raiders finally force Gruden to resign. Well, it doesn't help that that Roger Goodell's a narcissist, like a right. you know a, a well, super well, cocky bastard. If he if he gets wind of these emails, he's going to be a little vindictive, don't you think? Yes, and I say I often think I used to think the 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 reputation of the the media, the effect the media has on things, was overstated and overrated. I don't feel that way anymore, and I'll tell you why. Because they drive cancel culture. They decide the media. Who gets canceled and who can survive? And I was just looking. I, I, I often go back and read what Nick Cannon said. Nick Cannon is host of The Masked Singer. I know that's one of your favorite shows. Never seen it. He's a uh, host. You've, you've seen previews or promos yeah, yeah. of it. It looks like the most idiotic show ever, but apparently it makes money for Fox. And Nick Cannon didn't lose that gig. Nick Cannon works for Viacom, does a... MTV show, didn't lose that gig. He also has a million other things. Podcasts, he lost nothing. Do you recall what Nick Cannon said? I know he was he on said, a podcast. Yes, and, and right, he said it, like like recently. It wasn't a 10-year-old email. He said it for public consumption that white people are evil, incapable of compassion, and they lack the melatonin it takes to be <laughs> compassion. They're barbarians. White people, he spewed the kind, uh, this this kind of vile anti-white racist hate that comes right from a Farrakhan sermon. He's a Farrakhan disciple, and he lost nothing when he said white people are evil. Now I'm not sure how you dress that up and excuse that. I guess you don't. You just say, "Oh, it just hey, doesn't get reported the same he, way." He apologized and he met with some rabbis in the Anti-Defamation League, and yeah, because he was. They made it seem like it was an anti-Semitic. Uh, rant. It right. was really a racist, anti-white, and anti-Semitic rant. It was as vile and offensive as anything you have ever heard a celebrity say. He survived. Not only, I mean, he's making probably twenty million a year. He's on this silly show, uh, you know, where you wear a mask and you sing and you take the mask off, and the celebrities guess who you are. He's on some other stupid show on MTV and other other things where he's clearly expendable. I mean, anyone could host that idiotic show. But he survived. The media decided it was a thing and, you know, for a day or two, and he apologized and we moved on. There are lots of people who are passing judgment on John Gruden today who have done or said worse things. I mean, um, you're going to hear from, I don't know, players and Antonio Brown, say, who was accused of rape uh, in, in, down in Tampa and, and paid off the victim, the, uh, the, the trainer, the former trainer. Right. Um, there are people who have no problem that Deshaun Watson has not been suspended by the NFL. Deshaun Watson is accused by 20 women, 20 masseuses of sexual assault, including 10 who are filing criminal charges. Roger Goodell has not done anything about Deshaun Watson yet. And forget the fact, forget you know whether he should suspend him or kick him out of the league or fine him or whatever. They've felt no need, no compulsion to uh, punish, to pass judgment on Deshaun Watson and and many, many others. But in this case, you know, it was Gruden, it was crude, it was racist, it was uh, vulgar. So they say, you must leave now. You can't work in this league full of... You know, <laughs> Full of miscreants and ne'er do wells, and I mean, oh yeah, a lot of violent people in the NFL. A lot of, NFL. Lot of, of violent people. A lot of hey, Randy Moss, and we'll get to Randy Moss was accused of domestic violence, uh, and 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 accused of lots of things, quitting on his team, among other things. I mean, he's been in, been to jail for for fighting when he was younger. I mean, he's been through some stuff, as as he says, you know, been through a lot. Randy Moss cried, and we're gonna get to it. We're gonna play it because. I, I guess this is what you do to prove that you've really been affected. But if we boil it down, Randy Moss heard secondhand, obviously, was told that, that John Gruden wrote something in an email 10 years ago about a guy that he doesn't like, DeMar Smith, and called him dumb and said he has big lips like Michelin tires. 
obviously that's stupid and offensive and, 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 and uh, there's no excuse for it. But Randy Moss played 14 years in the NFL, one of the all-time greats. He knows what football is. is he knows all about you know, football, the life of football, the, 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 the barbaric nature of it, the way you know, you, 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 you're fighting for your, your life out there. You, you know, he, and Randy Moss cried? He cried. Another man said something about another man in a 10-year-old email. That's the point we've reached. And I don't believe for a second that Randy Moss is genuinely affected to that level. But to make matters worse, and again, we'll get to it, but Sam Ponder, the host, this beautiful blonde white woman, she cried too. It's a very she emotional night. Because a coach in Las Vegas emailed someone 10 years ago, said something stupid and offensive, and a grown man and a grown woman on the set of ESPN and football analysts are crying. I don't and, and Teddy Bruschi actually says, I don't know how you could play for the man. I'm sorry, but lots of people play for lots of men who've done worse <laughs> and, 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 and probably feel the same way, say the same things. These are crude people. It's the NFL. Here's where I decided that Gruden was done, Dunsky. Uh, and I don't know if he'll ever recover, but in a 2012 email to uh, Bruce Allen, he described then Vice President Joe Biden as, quote, a nervous, clueless pussy. <laughs> that's that's uh, in the New York Times. That's in 2000. That's almost 10 years ago. And I guess he was ahead of the curve talking about uh, our now commander in chief. But there, this is a guy. Gruden, and uh, you, you, you'll you'll see it. Uh, there'll be lots of people writing, tweeting, talking about this in the coming days because it's a big deal. It's a big story. The NFL is the biggest league we got. You know, the Las Vegas Raiders are kind of a big deal right now. Gruden's very famous. He was great on TV. He's he's been a pretty good coach. He had his team, you know, three and two, three and one going into Monday night or uh, Sunday night. Sunday night, yes, yeah, Sunday. Uh, or Sunday, whatever, the, the game they lost and went to three and two and he was pissed off and he talked, he apologized for what he said about Demora Smith. But then the other emails came out and he was done. He would have survived that first round. Yes. But then he made the mistake of someone asked him, and I wonder if this was a plant, someone asked him, hey, is there anything else out there that's going to come out? And he said, no. Oh, well, you know what he, you know, it must be just... Uh, it is slow, painful torture to know they have all your emails in their hand and they're going to leak them out one at a time oh. until the Raiders fire you. Um, again, and if, if you, uh, I'm not defending Gruden, I just like to see, I don't know, Randy Moss's 10 year old emails or, or Sam Ponders or Rex Ryan's or Roger Goodell's 10, 12 year old emails. Now Goodell's probably too smart to uh, to type that and send that, but do you think he might have said things about people, about Joe Biden or about about Demora Smith, who's an adversary in many ways? Do you think I know, I'm sure he didn't talk about his lips, but do you think he might have insulted him, ripped Probably. him, blasted him? Yeah. But as soon as I saw, well, first of all, the the racist trope that uh, you can't get away, you can't escape from that. But then insulting, you know, the right like insulting Joe Biden or Roger Goodell. He's insulting really powerful people. I knew when I saw that, that the media would not rest till they had his ass on a stick. And they did within, within minutes. Clearly Gruden saw no way out. He knew, and I don't know how many more emails they're holding back Ugh. in case he held out for another day. <laughs> they would have kept every few days just dropping them. But um, this, this is good because you don't want someone like John Gruden to soil the brand of the NFL. You know, when you're sitting down, say, for your uh, marquee event in February, when they sit down to watch the Super Bowl, you don't want thoughts of this kind of uh, bad human being, or racist guy being involved when you sit down to watch the halftime show when Eminem and Dr. Dre come out. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you want real upstanding, wholesome people <laughs> to represent the shield, to represent the league, not people, not miscreants like John Gruden. Now, John Gruden's life as he knew it is over. I'm sure he's got plenty of money. He probably had a settlement here. Probably walks away with, I mean, they owe him, whatever, 70 million bucks. I don't think they give him. I, I think. I mean, he walks away with, I don't know, 25 maybe, something like uh, that, because he went quietly, didn't fight it. 
and and they made the assistant uh, the 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 special teams coach. Should have brought coach. Cable back. That great Tom <laughs> Cable. Yeah, looks I think like I was out west when he was uh, coaching the Curly Raiders. Curly Joe Dorita. He looks like the lost <laughs> stooge. Uh, but it is it is an odd standard, and you you mean you could have. Nick Cannon could be involved in the, whatever, the halftime show, the pregame show at some playoff game or Super Bowl. Again, Eminem can come out and sing about beating up women or, you know, killing cops. Dr. Dre, you know, there'll be no mention from Randy Moss or Sam Ponder about Dr. Dre's uh, past because that might make them cry. But does, is that the point we've reached where, and I know what happened. It was, um, it was uh, Kirk Herbstreet when they were talking about George Floyd. And he just was a slobbering mess crying about George Floyd. It was total theater. It was a total act. I, I lost a lot of respect for Curb Street. I heard Kirk Curb Street. I know he was faking to win, to ingratiate himself with his black colleagues, but he can't seriously want us to believe that he's genuinely broken up to the point he's in tears over George Floyd. It was a bizarre performance, but it got a lot of good pub. It got a lot of rave reviews. I think that's what they strive for. Randy Moss is is not stupid. He knows he he, he wants to outperform others when it comes to reacting oh, to yeah. this. And everyone's going to be offended. Everyone's going to say there's no place in the game for this. And they're going to say good riddance to John Gruden and the usual people with the porches, uh, pit, Pitch, pitchforks yeah. and torches will be coming for him. The dead spins and the... And the, and the, you know, Daily Beasts and the, all those people will say they won't be happy until Gruden's life is completely destroyed, his, you know, marriage is over and he's destitute. Until, you know, you make a mistake like making fun of someone's lips, you deserve the death penalty to these people. And they will not rest until Gruden's life is ruined. And that's the way we are now. But But Randy Moss knows to just say, you know, there's no place for that in the game. You don't get noticed. You got to cry. You got to cry on cue. Uh, and he did. And I assume someone else in, on TV will try to top that. And say, look at me. I care more than you. Look at me. I'm more broken up by it than you. I mean, Teddy Bruschi talks in this interview about how you have to play because, you know, you have to provide for your family, but you don't want to play for the man. You don't want to play for them. So Teddy Bruschi wouldn't want to play for a coach who made fun of another person's lip. And say the coach was a great coach. Say it was Belichick. Say it was a, a guy who really liked Bruschi, gave him a lot of opportunities. And he wouldn't play for him because in a 10-year-old email, he made fun of someone's lips. See, or think, he made fun of the commissioner. See, I think insults are one thing. Like, you can kind of get over that. But the problem was Gruden was also making judgment calls on whether people should or should not be in the league based on their sexuality or gender. That's the problem. Because if you're using well, no, those he, tropes he, to say this person shouldn't be in the league, that, then you're like, oh, this is your field manager. It's a good point. He used all the wrong language. He, he did. All the wrong targets. He talked. Uh, I mean, this is when I knew the media would never rest until he was done. He mocked the people who knelt like Colin Kaepernick. God knows, I, I, I would never do that. I respect oh, the right to protest. Yes. And he mocked the stunt that was the St. Louis Rams drafting Michael Sam. And now that's clearly anybody who's paying attention knew it was a stunt. They knew Michael Sam couldn't play. The, the rumor was that Goodell made a deal with Jeff Fisher and the Rams that said, if you draft this first openly gay player in the seventh round will leave you out of hard knocks. Now coaches, most coaches, GMs don't want to be part of hard knocks. No they way. were eligible for it. That was the rumor. I mean, they drafted him. He, the ESPN had a camera in his apartment. He was making out with his boyfriend. It was a wonderful thing. All the usual people out sports and Alex Reamer were tweeting about how wonderful it is. He couldn't play. Everyone knew he couldn't play. He got cut before the first game. It wasn't really, you know, that Jackie Robinson moment everyone was hoping for, and Gruden, and Gruden mocked it. Now he mocked it by calling him a queer and other other uh, slurs, which is unacceptable. But he was right. It was a stunt. It was, uh, you know, for the league. It was a PR stunt. We knew he couldn't play. Ironically or notably. The one, the guy who can play, who's the first openly gay guy in the NFL, is playing for Gruden now. Carl Nassib, you know the uh, the pass rusher for the Raiders, who will be asked about this today or whenever, uh, whenever they're available. And I assume he's he's smart. And you saw his statement. He's articulate. He's he's a good 
a poster boy for this uh, for this movement. He's a much better player, obviously, than Michael Sam. It's not a stunt that Carl Nassib is on the team. But I think you will get a lot of people like Carl Nassib saying he's not a homophobe. He's treated well, he me drafted me. I mean, yeah, draft, and he must have known. I don't know if he knew. I don't know if it was a, unknown, a well-known secret. But uh, you're also going to get a lot of black players, black coaches saying Gruden never, never saw any sign that he was racist, treated me fairly, all that. Because you can't be an NFL coach who's won a Super Bowl uh, and really, I don't think, and discriminate. I mean, you can obviously you can use this this language, racist language, and tropes and all that. But I don't think you're going to see black guys saying, "Oh yeah, he wouldn't give me a chance but to he, play." But did he not say that uh, that he didn't think women should be refs? Uh, yeah. So what? So, well, okay. I mean, so then you are using a gender, using you know something that shouldn't qualify so if, you if is you think, or is not uh, a ref if, based so on their gender. If I mean, you that's, think that Michael Sam drafting was a stunt, if he left out the pejoratives and the, you know, the slurs and didn't call him a queer, what is the term? Yes, it's the Rams. He, uh, said he, he, the, the, he says Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fitch, Jeff Fisher to draft quote queers. Right. Uh, so if he just said should not have pressured Jeff Fisher to well, draft that one Michael player, Sam, yeah. If you didn't say that the collective, said, like we, all gay it, people, you know, I said it. Obviously, it's true. Everyone knows. No, well, that's fine. You're right. saying this isn't a qualified player in the league, but you can't but, say that women aren't qualified to be refs in the league because of you their could, gender. So what if you said you can say it, that? What if you said the 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 movement to advance women ahead of men, even if they're not as good as men? Was a uh, uh, a woke PC? Oh yeah, yeah. no, you can totally say that. that, that I think the, that's a valid opinion. See, I think a lot of that was what he was expressing when the NFL was trying to get you know more politically correct and advance women and gay draft gay. No, people. It, sh- it should be a marketplace. The best people for the job should get the job. That's how it should be. The fact but- that he called everybody, including Goodell and and others, the F slur. Does that mean it? It's not a uh, reference to no, sexual I think that's orientation. Name, no, I think that's a name call. That's an insult right. name call, but that's not making a judgment on somebody's on we- somebody's fitness based on things like their gender it, or sexual it was clear. Different. It was clear he could not survive. He could not survive. He had to go. He knew it. It's, it's, it's amazing that a private 10-year-old email brings a coach down, and a lot of people out there, a lot of coaches and media people and players are just like, either deleting emails or saying, thank God I didn't have, you know, I didn't email a lot or thank God they can't get my texts because this is obviously a selective judgment, selective punishment. Deshaun Watson is yet to be punished, which is amazing. I mean, he's not playing, he's inactive, but he's making 30, whatever, $40 million this year inactive and they don't know what to do with him because he's been accused. And again, by over 20 women, 10 are charging him with a criminal with criminal charges and Goodell has said nothing done nothing it is again that state we're in where where words have somehow become worse than actions yeah so the values are all askew uh right now and and it's terrible to see because violence is actually matters a lot more than bad words it's it always will it should i mean that was the whole point i mean uh, dave chappelle has made that point dave chappelle's last special was called Sticks and Stones because we were literally taught years ago that sticks and stones could hurt you, but names will never hurt you. Whatever, sticks and stones hurt you, not names, not words. We've flipped that on its head. And it's like, yeah, you know, we got people who've beaten up women in the league and you don't even mention it, but a guy uses language, words, types words. A guy who wasn't in the league at the time, who was a private citizen, emailing with somebody and again do what you want to him he's an idiot he's a fool he's a moron for doing what he did but we're crying crying on the set over words yeah that's a little and that's, that's a little and, much and, and not only are you we crying over words but we're we're commending that we're 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 uh praising them for such showing such emotions and I want to get to it. I want to play it and get to a lot of other. <laughs> right. You know, I, I got no problem. You want to cry. <clears throat> like Dan Campbell, the coach of the Lions, they blew another game. They're 0-5. And he was crying after the game. And it reminded me so much of so many high school and, and youth Pop Warner coaches who get very emotional about the game. It's a very emotional game. Totally. But Randy Moss was putting on a performance. He had no I, connection at all. 
really to the event. And right. it was ten it was ten years ago. It's not like he just lost a game. It's not like yeah, exactly. He was putting on a performance and we will play it for you. And Sam Ponder. And we'll hear from uh from Teddy Bruski too, who's yeah, I guess I don't blame guys. They're they got a good job. They work for ESPN. They don't want to mess it up. They're gonna play along, they're gonna follow the script as well and talk about you know, the pain they're feeling about a 10-year-old email from this lunatic Rudin, who they probably all knew talked like this or thought like this. But now it's in print. It's in the New York Times. So they have to top one another with their indignation and their outrage. We'll play some of that. We'll remind you. We'll give you a reminder of some of the people who have done, you know, some of the saints and uh, altar boys and Boy Scouts that the NFL has in its league or performing at halftime of the Super Bowl uh, and we'll get into the latest mask madness. I'll tell you who will never get canceled, by the way. Greg Popovich will play you Pop's latest pandering, preening rant uh, about about Christopher Columbus. Real shocker that uh, that Greg Popovich, who is just, I'm surprised he doesn't sprain something, pandering every chance he gets. He's such a puke. But uh, first, let me tell you about DCU, whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love. DCU may have their mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it such a difficult and confusing process. They will bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today. DCU.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 466914 insured by NCUA. Membership required. I knew, you knew, we all knew that Gruden just checked all the boxes. You know, rich, crude, white guy, you know, a $100 million contract. Lots of people didn't like him to begin with. And then, you know, again, it wasn't just saying that they shouldn't draft a gay guy because he couldn't play or they shouldn't promote this female ref over this male ref just for, for PR reasons. I mean... His opinions obviously would not be uh, welcome in the NFL. They wouldn't be uh, uh, echoed by many people in the media. They love, the media loves the PR, the P PC stuff, the PR stuff, the woke stuff. They, they love the fact that, you know, there's an out-of-the-closet uh, out gay guy in the league now and female refs and a female broadcast team and all that. They don't care about merit. It's all about uh, checking boxes. They don't care about diversity. Diversity's uh, irrelevant. The media, the mainstream media is the least diverse group of people in the world. They all think the same way, act the same way, vote the same way. He crossed lines. I mean, one line after another, I didn't really need to see, I guess, every email to know the way Gruden thinks he's a, you know, he's a, 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 a caveman. And some, some of my best friends are caveman and Neanderthal, but he expressed it in a, it, with using these pejoratives, which are unacceptable, using these slurs, which are unacceptable. He wasn't just opining, which he should have done, let's be honest. It would be interesting if they had these emails and you took out the slurs and he just questioned, you know, promoting women as refs or questioned drafting Michael Sam or ripped on Colin Kaepernick, all the, the, the false gods that the media worships if he took them on, it would be fascinating. I wish he had left out the slurs because then we could have the debate. Is is you know are, is this fireable? Him saying they shouldn't be drafting gay guys just for a stunt, just for PR. Is this fireable? Women you know aren't as good a refs as men. Oh, these women, the ones who've been promoted, they're not as good as the men that they've replaced. Or something like that. Then you could have the debate. It's gone because this idiot used these Use the slurs. Wrong words. Yeah, Use these are non-starters. Yeah use these, you know, unacceptable terms. So he knew it. Everyone knew it. He wasn't going to survive. Um, I wonder if anyone will ask Sean McDonough. I mean, Sean McDonough's obviously on the ropes himself because he was mocking a Muslim GM, uh, baseball general manager, the Giants general manager, was mocking him on a broadcast on WEEI. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if Sean's been back on the broadcast since. It's probably a quiet little wink-wink suspension, hoping the media won't won't talk about it, write about it anymore, but Sean McDonough was close with Gruden. They were partners and for years. I wonder, he must have heard this kind of language, this kind of homophobic, racist language. So I wonder if anyone will ask Sean about this or other people. Clearly, they will ask the players, the Raiders players, the Raiders coaches, black coaches, black players. You know, did you hear this? Did you know this? Uh, but 
they won't have Gruden to kick around. They, they got rid of him quick. If they hadn't, the media would have come swooping in like a pack of vultures and they would have picked that, the meat off his bones in the coming days. Gruden knew it. There was no way he was going to survive this again. Not after the second wave. Right? No way. You could say things like white people are evil, they're satanic, they have no compassion, and Fox, Viacom, CBS, they won't fire you, they won't throw you out with the trash. They'll say, he's learned a lot. You know, Nick Cannon's met with some rabbis and, you know, ADL people. Imagine they did that with Gruden. Well, Gruden's met with some gay guys. (laughs) Everything's good now. Yeah. You know, some people, and that's the thing with cancel culture, it only works one way. And if they decide you're on the other team, they will come after you until they until they win, until they destroy you. And Gruden got out quickly. I assume he's got lots of money. I don't even know what he's going to do now. He was really good on TV. I mean, everyone, you know, thought he was funny and refreshing on he's TV. Done. Yeah, he's he done. can't do TV. Nothing. I mean, he can't work at ESPN where he used to work. He can't work at one of the networks. He can't certainly can't work an NFL network. I know he can't coach. Can't GM. I don't know what he does. I guess. He goes totally rogue and does a podcast. Comes a rancher. <laughs> I don't think he could do a podcast. I mean, he could. His son is the strength and conditioning coach, Deuce Gruden, who's this muscle head, this little squatty you know, tank. Yeah. <laughs> who is the strength and conditioning coach on the Raiders, and he has not been fired yet or asked to leave yet. Maybe he survives. Maybe the special teams coach who took over the team keeps him around. But uh, we can't just say... Gruden crossed the line. Gruden was offensive. Gruden must go. We must act as if he personally attacked, personally insulted every member of the media. And I'm afraid this is a trend. Again, I think it started, essentially started with Kirk Herbstreet. But I saw this live, this performance by Randy Moss, and I had to see it again because you can't quite tell that he's crying initially, but, but he is. And you can't quite tell, you know, why he's crying. And when they go around the room to uh, Brewski and Matt Hasselbeck, these guys don't know what to say. They're no. like, they're like, yeah, I don't know if I could play for him. Hasselbeck starts to say something. Gruden, I mean, uh, Randy Moss interrupts him because he's not finished with his performance. You know, he's got some more lines to recite and some more emotion to to let out. And then Sam Ponder, the host, again, a white woman, beautiful blonde woman who's on the set doing this show is crying because a coach in Las Vegas who wasn't a coach then was emailing his friend, making fun of people. I hate to break it to you, Sam Ponder, but your husband probably has some emails like this. Your, your colleagues, Randy Moss probably has some emails that have some objectionable words in them. I realize we probably will not see that, that, that Gruden, unfortunately for him, got swept up in an investigation of Dan Snyder. By the way, can you Google and find all the... Okay, well, that hasn't happened yet, which is crazy. Show me the emails that Dan Snyder wrote. You don't have them. I don't... So they have 650,000 emails. We have nothing from Dan Snyder, the guy who supposedly committed all these, you know, improprieties. We don't have anything from him. We have something from a ESPN guy who was emailing with his friend... So they destroy him, and I understand that's the way it works. It was his turn. He you know, destroy Gruden. Well, what about Snyder? Are we to think that they don't have emails? There has to be, and but the owners are protecting themselves, which is fine. But it's not fine. But where there must be other people with saying inappropriate things in emails, not just. I mean, there must be other coaches, or there must be other players, or something uh, that they have think? on file. But why? So why Gruden? Why Gruden? And why Gruden now? Well, uh, it's a good question. Somebody f- leaked. The, somebody doesn't like him. I'm sure there's lots of people who don't like him. They leaked it to the Wall Street Journal initially. And in case that wasn't enough, again, he held out. He dug in his heels. He apologized and said he's not quitting. He said he's not going to talk about it anymore. The next day, they leak emails to the New York Times, which I haven't actually read because it's behind a paywall. And yeah, I just got some screenshots on it. That's, uh, that's I mean, what we're looking at here. Right, the, the, they got other media outlets have uh, taken the, the good parts, but I don't think many people have read the New York Times story because, again, it's behind a paywall, and who would pay for that garbage? But, you know, you could just wait for other people, aggregators, to give you the the meat of it, the uh, the quotes, and we have it right in front of us, the F-slur and queers and 
anti-football pussy, he calls Goodell. <laughs> so that one's appropriate. I think. Uh, and, and, and again, he hits all the wrong notes. He insults the, the gay guy. He insults Kaepernick, St. Colin, uh, you know, and insults the commissioner and insults Joe, uh, Joe Biden. So and women. I knew and women. Oh, good point. And I yeah. knew the, you know, clearly all the greatest hits. There was no way in hell he was going to survive. I wonder what Gruden, I'm guessing he's not going to go quietly, or at least privately he's not going to go quietly. If I'm, and if I had to guess, Gruden will look for ways to get people back who he knows, you know, Goodell, he knows what Goodell has said and done in his private life over the last 30 years. He knows a lot about. Oh, I'm sure he's got a lot of dirt. Andy, Randy Moss. And he probably has emails sent back to him that, uh, that put people in a bad light. He could leak his he, own. He must. He must. I mean, he was at ESPN. He's coach, right. coaching a couple different teams. He's pretty well connected. I would think that, uh, and he's, he's, he's not, just not the type to just go away to disappear. It is amazing. Like some people who've been canceled, who just disappear and you say, what are they like? Like Michael Richards, obviously part of the biggest TV show. I mean, I know we didn't make what Seinfeld made, but he must have made oh, tons. 50, 70, 80, 100 million dollars. Yeah. But just totally disappears. Like you can't see him anywhere. You can't hear from him. Unlike Nick Cannon, you know, he was, you know, canceled, like really canceled. And what he said was bizarre and offensive and ridiculous and racist. But it was nothing compared to what Nick Cannon said. Nothing. It was just an emotional rant on a on a stage at a live show somewhere. Nick Cannon said it on a podcast. White people are evil. Top that. I mean, top that. You can't. And he didn't lose any of his jobs. He's still probably making 10, 15 million a year. He still goes on and giggles with Howie Hamptons. I mean, he was not canceled. Not canceled at all. We're saying... White people are evil and Jews control the world and all this crazy Farrakhan stuff. He was not chosen for, for sacrifice. That's an acceptable public sentiment right now, unfortunately. I guess so. Yeah. And everything Gruden did was unacceptable. I think the difference with Richards is he's, he's in his early 70s. He's like 72, 73. So what would he be doing anyway? He's probably just hanging out wherever he is. I don't lives. know. Uh, uh, George Costanza but, does, you know, Dorito commercials or I guess whatever. so, yeah. You know? I and, guess. And you think of the way Mike, Michael Richards does his thing. It's all this, uh, what do you call it, comedy, the, the when you stunts and you're running in and running out, and it's all physical comedy. Sure. He could do TV commercials. He could I, yeah, I guess he could. But maybe it's not be worth that cra- it. You know, I, I think, and you've heard Seinfeld talk about it, you know, he feels bad. He understands Richards crossed a, crossed a line, and clearly he's not, you know, broke. But he's done as a comedian, as a performer, as an actor. He's just done. But Gruden's only 58. So he's got he's got a lot left, and is he going to sit on his I hands for the rest of his life? I guess it's a good question. He doesn't seem like the type who could just go off into the sunset and go whatever paddle boarding. Doesn't seem like a play golf. He doesn't seem like and something like this. You don't want it to end this way, you know. You, no, you clearly like a he was. Yeah, no. Right, He'll write a book. Let's let's play this sound that I've been teasing since we started here because it's amazing. And I saw it initially and said, "Really? Are they really good crying?" This was, keep in mind, when there was only one email, as far as I know, that right. went public. That's right. Because the, the email town. about Demora Smith, about his lips, and uh, about him being dumb or whatever. But mostly it was this racist trope about his lips. Uh, Gruden apologized. It wasn't enough. Uh, the, the little roundtable on NFL Countdown discussed this, and Randy Moss took it to another level. He wept. I'm curious, from your perspective, Randy, if you were in that locker room today, would you be able to play for him? You know, to, to speaking to Teddy, Teddy's point, you know, basically you hear us talk about we got a work to do, we got a job to do, and that's to provide for our families. And, and, and Teddy hit it right, right on the head of, of just putting your head down and going playing football. You know, I, I speak about the game of football. I fell in love with the game of football, Sam, at six years old. And I get emotional talking about it because of situations like this. My civil rights were taken, were, 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 were kind of messed with in high school over the color of my skin. And now being able to mm. play 14 years in the National Football League, to have something like this of a leader. We talk about leadership. We give guys these big contracts because they want to be able to lead 70 men, coaches, equipment staff, and managers to the number one goal, and that's to win a championship. And for us to be moving back and not forward in 21st century, like I said, man, National Football League, this hurts me. The clock is ticking, man. 
Is he for real? He's all over the place too. That's what do you? This was first of all, we're moving backwards. That was ten years ago, right? So right. We have some perspective and there. Moving backwards, it just broke, and uh, you know, Gruden's done. He's never going to work in the league. Are you happy now, Randy Moss? You want to go through everyone's ten-year-old emails? You want to, I don't know, compare yours to some other coaches? And Randy Moss, by the way, you know, he's the one that quit on the Patriots. You, you look at his history. Got all kinds of. I'm not just talking about wiping his ass on the goalpost, but he quit on a number of different teams and coaches. Uh, he was accused of domestic violence. He was jailed in high school for brawling, fighting, uh, and then violating his uh, probation, uh, parole, I believe, because he f- kept flunking drug tests. Anyway, he had to catch himself too. He said my civil rights were he were taken away, he but he had to catch with. himself to mess with. So come on, we messed with. Here's um. Here's Jason Whitlock, and you can always count on Jason to kind of go over the top. But uh, Whitlock reacting to the Moss performance. He said, Moss should win an Academy Award for Best Leading Actor, and Ponder and Brewski should win Best Supporting Actor Awards. How did Rex Ryan keep his straight face during this charade? Can you imagine what Rex Ryan's emails and texts look like? The man has a foot fetish. (laughs) You think he's not emailing, texting, talking about the significance of big feet? Are we... Black men, so fragile that Gruden's opinion on Smith's enormous lips can reduce us to tears. And and Whitlock says, I'm not that fragile. The opinion of white men just isn't that important to me. Gruden's email doesn't impact my life. And he talks all about how he loves his big lips and some and talks about Angelina Jolie's lips. And he says, Gruden's email doesn't tell me anything about what Gruden thinks of black men. Gruden thinks Smith is dumb. Gruden's eyes tell him Smith's lips are enormous. Those are justifiable uh, justifiable opinions. In comparison to former uh, NBA executive director Gene Upshaw, I believe Smith is rather incompetent and stupid. The size of Smith's lips is not up for debate. Now, I don't see how you defend that. I mean, he, 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 he obviously the, the the comment about his lips was is offensive and unacceptable and 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 racist, but. Does it really going to make a guy who's not involved in this, who's not talking about you, cry? It doesn't, I mean, Whitlock's point is a good one. This is a performance. I want to hear from Ponder, because again, you're telling me she's genuinely affected by a 10-year-old email from a coach in Vegas to another guy in D.C. about someone, you know, she doesn't know or care about, and she's crying, wondering how the players could play? Gruden, you know how they play for him? They show up, they do their job, they make a lot of money, they play the game they love, you know, they they, they do their job. They're going to not play, they're going to quit and lay down because their coach made a comment about some guy's lips 10 years ago? It just seems like, how do we allow ourselves to get to that point, to go from you know, sticks and stones 20, 30 years ago to the point where grown men are outwardly, openly weeping because of a 10-year-old email? I don't know how we got there, but is I don't that, like it. Is that healthy? Tell you that. No, That's it's not smart. healthy at all. Is that, no, you is that get, wise? Not at all. You want to hear Ponder? Let's hear from the uh, beautiful white woman on the set who was just so affected she couldn't control herself. All eyes is on Las Vegas. Yeah. Randy, I appreciate you just being genuine and honest. It's what we love We've about you. We've been through a lot, Sam. Yes, we, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Uh, that's, that's just part of Sam. She's, she has a longer uh, uh, scene where she cries. Bruski wonders if he could if he could play for the coach. He says you have to play for him for your family, but you don't want to play for him. Uh, it's not it's a moot point now. He's gone. He's done. He's out. And I'm wondering if they have 650,000 emails in evidence in D.C. Uh, Gruden's probably the biggest name to walk the plank, but he can't be the only one who uh, emailed inappropriate words. I mean, are we going to see every email that has, like, the F word in it or has, uh, you know, some joke about some, uh, you know, chick's, uh, you know, whatever, body or something? We're going to see any inappropriate glib uh, uh, comment from everyone? I mean, just statistically, there's got to be, like, 10% of those emails that are inappropriate, right? right? So, like, right. 65,000 emails. Are you telling me that that he's the only one? There's no it way. Can't be, and I, I assume, again, they're not big names. Hopefully probably just front office people, but... Hopefully Belichick does not email ever uh it's a good question he probably doesn't it's i mean it's bruce allen worked with gruden in uh in la or in oakland and in tampa and they were friends and you could tell i mean they're 
he's trusting. He's thinking, I trust Bruce Allen so I can write these personal things, these inappropriate things. Yeah. Little did he know that there'd be an investigation where they would get a hold of all the emails because Bruce Allen was working on his his company account and they would go public, but it's not a criminal investigation. No. So, I mean, think of that. This isn't the, the, the law. This isn't the police, the FBI. This is just the league. And someone at the league decide, decided they wanted to destroy Gruden's life. That's actually a good point. They're, and they they're shooting themselves. Right. They, they, they it's did. their own lawyers who are going through all these emails and it's their own personnel who are leaking them. Bizarre. And again, there'll be no sympathy for John Gruden who mocks Joe Biden, Michael Sam, women refs, female refs, that kind of thing. So he's definitely a dead man and he will never, ever recover. He's 58. Uh, I think he could, he's still a good coach to probably great on TV, but you will not hear or see from him again, at least not for a while. Uh, again, he was, he's been chosen. The, the media chooses those that, who get to survive and those who don't. And, uh, again, uh, Nick Cannon could survive and, and Antonio Brown could survive, but not John Gruden. Uh, RIP thoughts and prayers to the Gruden family. All right, let's do Shea. And then we're going to get to, uh, Popovich, that puke who will never ever be canceled by the media. They love coach pop. And, uh, we had, uh, our heroes yesterday, our heroes, the Southwest pilots and airline workers who walked off the job. We call them heroes because we didn't have a flight booked on Southwest oh, anywhere right. and didn't have we to sleep in the airport. In the airport. <laughs> but they're fighting back. God bless them. And I think they're going to start a trend. There's going to be a lot more people. But today's hero, if you haven't seen it yet, is a 15-year-old girl from Wyoming named Grace who just done, who's done more to fight back against the authoritarians in, uh, in the Biden regime and in many state and local governments done more to fight back than the entire Republican Party. It's kind of sad, but we'll tell you about Grace after we tell you about Shea Concrete. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't... A, an expense this is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. All right. Hey, you want to see a coach and, and again, Gruden's a terrible example, but a, but a, a coach who will never get in trouble with the mainstream media, who will never cross the media, who has learned to play the game. I bet you Greg Popovich isn't even a liberal, but he knows this is how you, you ratiate so. yourself. <laughs> I think he is the way he well, is. Well, we, we looked it up one time. He lives on a big, you know, got like a mansion on a golf course in uh, a very exclusive community. And I wonder how many of his neighbors are, uh, are uh, people of color or uh, immigrants from, you know, Central America. He's a fraud. He's a total fraud. But he's like Stan Van Gundy and Steve Kerr. They know that if they're going to ingratiate themselves with the players and the media, that they can't be too woke. It's all about being woke. And yesterday, Popovich was asked about Columbus Day and, you know, he didn't go over the top or anything. He said celebrating, <laughs> celebrating Columbus in the United States would be like celebrating Hitler in Germany. Because I remember that all those concentration camps that uh, Columbus built and just marched people in and tried to, and I think he eliminated, you know, six million people, kind of like Hitler. So if you wished someone a happy Columbus Day, as we did yesterday, you might as well have been saying oh, just that. named the right. the uh, the... The day after him. Might that's, as well be enough. saying Happy Hitler Day. Right. So right. Uh, I've actually got two cuts. He sets it up and then he does the Hitler in the uh, second l- cut. Let's listen to this dink, Greg Popovich. Pander his ass off yesterday. He was about our city. 
and why it's Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. Columbus? I mean, he, he initiated a New World genocide. That's what he did. And beginning with him and what he set in motion and what followed meant the annihilation of every indigenous person in Hispaniola, every? which was Haiti and the Dominican Republic today. That's what he did. He took slaves. Uh, he, he mutilated. He murdered. Uh, and we're going to they're going to say slash and honor him. Well, you know, I got to give the San Antonio Independent School District a little bit of credit because at least they added Indigenous Peoples Day along with it. And that's a step in the right direction. But what the hell is Alamo Heights thinking? So that's a Alamo setup. Heights, Alamo, has, ha, Alamo Heights has the slash. They have Indigenous Peoples right. Slash, which is silly. Obviously, there's nothing. Uh, the, the, you can call it Indigenous Peoples Day, as we said yesterday, but you can't tell me what you're honoring them for, what they accomplished for. It's just like, oh, yeah, let's celebrate uh, Native Americans. Okay, for what? I mean, if you came up with something, well, they did this. They built that or invented this or whatever. I mean, we celebrate Columbus for discovering the new world, which is now the United States of America. We wouldn't have this society, this civilization, if you didn't have these bold uh, explorers who crossed the ocean following nothing but the stars and discovered this new world. It's um, nothing, if not courageous. I mean, these guys had huge balls, and we're celebrating them for that, thankful for that, because you know, the American U.S. civilization, society, we've advanced in so many ways, maybe we would still be sitting in Europe and wouldn't have done, established this wonderful country, if not for Greg, uh, Greg if not for Christopher <laughs> Columbus. But Popovich is 72 years old. Isn't it amazing that a guy like this probably spent the first 70 years of his life saying, hey, happy Columbus Day. Yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, I'm, I haven't Googled to look back, but how long do you think he's felt that, that Columbus is akin to Hitler? You think it's been, you know, his whole life? No, I think it's recent. It's recent because it's all he does is pander and because he knows the media will lap it up with a spoon and the players will like it and say, oh, Popovich, man, he's got ball. I mean, he's the opposite of balls. He's a, he's a panderer, a follower, a guy who knows how to ingratiate himself with the right people, and he'll never. They could find emails of him confessing to a triple murder, and the media will never turn on Pop. They love Pop. But listen to what, let's listen to what else Pop has to say. Columbus Day, and we're going to honor that. And it's, it's, it's no knock on Italian-Americans. That's a silly argument. You know, it's, it's like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. I mean, it makes no sense. It's about Columbus. It's not about Italian-Americans. And so there are a lot of states that have come out and scratched the Columbus Day and made it uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. But in our city, are we we're that backward that we have school districts that do that? I'm amazed. You know, I don't think Columbus, uh, obviously, he conquered the New World and fought, you know, uh, indigenous people and killed some. And just like they fought other indigenous people and we conquered this land just like they had conquered it before us and it's someone messy. else conquered it before us. The, the world is messy. Most of the world is conquered land. I don't think Columbus had concentration camps, but you know who does? Communist Party of China. Oh, he's cool with China. The CCP and Greg Popovich, that gutless pandarin puke, will never say a negative word about his friends. He doesn't know anything about that. No, no, no. Doesn't doesn't know anything about it. Who's more analogous to, you know, Germany in 1938, uh, the current state of China, or, you know, the... The the Caribbean, when when, when, uh, Columbus landed there. I mean... He's such a coward. He won't say anything about China. He will never, never bite the hand that feeds Just him. Just be consistent. That's yeah. all I ask for. Don't be a hypocrite. You're not going to get it from any of those guys. LeBron or Popovich nah. or Kerr or none of them. You'll get no guts whatsoever. But you know who will get? you'll get guts from? 15-year-old Grace. 15-year-old Grace, a high school kid from Wyoming. Do you have her last name? Because I don't have her last name. I don't, name. but I'm not sure that they published it. Oh, right. And Stuart. She's underage, yeah. If you haven't seen the video yet, it's it's pretty awesome. And again, 
Grace is doing what, you know, every elected Republican, what, what Mitch McConnell should be doing, what, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy should be doing, what every right-wing activist should be doing. She is standing up. She is uh, uh, sacrificing something, her freedom and her money, by the way. They're fining her. But she went to school and just wasn't going to wear a mask because she's smart enough to know, to read up, to understand that masks are theater, that there's no reason for a 15-year-old to wear a mask, to obstruct her breathing. It's not healthy. It's not smart. It's not necessary. So she went to school without a mask, and, of course, they called the cops. They locked down the school. Think of how insane. The point Just, we've reached where you lock down the school, you can't leave. Everybody stay in your place like it's a school shooting. It's a 15-year-old girl Healthy, no no diseases, no no coronavirus. And she wants to go to school. She's got her books in her backpack. And she's like, just let me go. No. The cop uh, said, uh, you, you're not going to leave. We're going to arrest you. And they arrested her. What was the charge? It was uh, something like. Trespassing. Oh, trespassing. Right, because she wouldn't leave school because she wanted to go to school. And she got busted. Uh, she knew she was going to. They handcuffed her on the, in the front because the cop was just so. Gracious, he didn't want to hold her hands behind her. But I'm sorry, you know I'm a big, big supporter of the police. Any cop that handcuffs a 15-year-old uh, girl, here we go. handcuffs her, puts her in the cruiser, fingerprints her, charges her, I mean, I'm sorry. Cops that enforce immoral laws are acting immorally. And if he wanted to, you know, he'd just say, okay, no, let's go, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll go through the motions here, but, you know, what? It, I respect what you're doing. I, you know, the cop has to wear a mask too, but he knows he doesn't really have to. He knows it's just theater. But can we listen to Grace or listen to your interaction with the... So, yeah, so I've got a few different cuts. Probably the second one is the one I think that the cop is telling him, telling her that uh, he's going to have to arrest her. So let's do that here. You want to stay, you're going to receive another citation for trespass. Okay. So you've been formally warned of trespass. Do you want to leave the facility now? No. No? You want to stay? All the doors are locked, man. So you want to stay? How long are you planning on staying for? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to go write the citation for you. I'm going to let you know what's going on at this point. Okay. This entire building now is in lockdown. So you have now restricted the movement of over a thousand students who are not allowed to leave their classrooms because you're trying to get back into the classroom, which you are not allowed to do because you've been suspended. Okay? Mm -hmm. We will wait you out for some time. I am going to warn you now. If this continues for a length of time to where I feel that we have now hampered the ability for every student in here to get an education, I will be placing you into handcuffs and I'll be taking you down to the jail. That's exactly right. what happens. Right. That's exactly what happened. Handcuffs are in the front. She knows it. She agrees to go along. If we weren't for the fine, I'd, I'd say I'd do that too, but she's, I don't know, maybe her parents got some dough, but the fine was what, 500 or was it 1,000? I didn't see what the fine is, but they are fundraising. A bunch of people have oh, given that's money. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good point. She could do the GoFundMe, and uh, she's getting a lot of praise on right-wing Twitter, a lot of praise from freedom-loving Americans. Uh, you're right, that cop was a dink, um, you know, acting all serious. They'd lock down. Like, people can't leave their rooms. I mean, come on. Uh, yes, they can, sir. It's up to the principal, it's up to you to let them leave their rooms. You know this is immoral. You know this is pointless. It's just theater. Just let her go to class. Let everyone go to class. But that's what it takes. She will start a trend. There'll be others who will do the same thing, who are fed up with this, this, this ridiculous charade of, of gagging, masking children. The only country in the world where we mask kids five years old, it's, it's, we have the most strict mask mandate for children in the world. We like to think we're so advanced. Why do we allow this? Why are we doing this? Just to placate you know, the Biden regime who, who pretend you know, it's the people who aren't wearing masks, the unvaccinated, the war and the unvaccinated. It's cynical. It's a lie. It's something that if you can't push back on this, uh, forget it. You're, and, and, you're, you're nothing but a sheep. And Grace is super brave. I mean, she is standing up to absolute power. All power structure is against her, whether it's the school, the state, her country, her president. Everybody is against right. her. And she stood up. That's super right. brave. And the media. And and by the and way, the she's right. We know that the children don't need masks. She's right. She's right. Parents who willingly mask their children and then rat out other kids or other parents who don't mask their children... They've been exposed. They're just the most despicable people. They know. They know it's not good for their children, and they do it anyway because they want to show 
how they're complying and submitting and they're going along with these insane these insane edicts it's just nuts and good for good for grace hopefully she starts a trend hopefully there's lots more kids like her and eventually everyone just strips off the mask and says we've had enough but i fear that things are going so badly for the Biden regime that they're saying, you know, we need to keep people in fear. If they're not in fear, they're not going to comply. So they must continue to lie to them and tell them kids are dying in droves. And you saw that New York Times story the other day when they said like 900,000 kids have had COVID. A total lie. It was like 60,000. It's, you know, the full, the, the disinformation campaign is in full speed, high uh, top gear here, uh, uh, trying to convince everyone they should be scared. Well, forget it. Good for Grace. God for bless Grace. you, Grace. Hope you start a trend. Uh, we got to wrap this up uh, for our uh, our locals audience. People are watching on locals. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for commenting. Um, we appreciate it. All right, Carano. Good job. We uh, will uh, leave it right there. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow morning. <laughs>